This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Strangers and Aliens, episode 241. Strangers and Aliens, summer movie series. War for the Planet of the Apes, Road Trip. Hello and welcome to another episode of Strangers and Aliens. I'm Ben, Ben Avery, and I am sitting here in my van with two other people. They are strangers, they are aliens, and along with me, they are late. So, um, hey, there was a conspiracy of time against me this evening. We have time to get to the theater before the movie starts, but we're going to miss some trailers. But we have reserved seats because this is the close theater that doesn't have broken air conditioning. So I'm going to hand the microphone over to Evan one of the other people who's sitting here with me. And Brennan is back there behind Evan. Yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit about Planet of the Apes as we drive, but it's the close theater, so it'll be a shorter conversation. Hi, it's me, Evan, and we are off. We are we have three minutes until the movie is scheduled to start, or the previews. Yeah, the, the movie is not scheduled to start in three minutes. The previews are scheduled to start in three minutes. Let's, let's be clear here. Plus, we have reserved seats. Okay. Reclining reserve seats. Reclining reserve seats. Okay, so let's talk about Planet of the Apes. Brennan, what's your history slash experience with Planet of the Apes, and are you excited to see this movie? Yeah, I am like psyched to see this movie. Um, history, I've seen the first original one. That's all of the original ones I've seen, and then I've seen the the newest two. So, yeah, that's that's all I got on that. How'd you like them, and why are you excited to see this movie? I really liked the new ones. Um, the The original, I didn't really like the entire thing, but at the end, I got to admit, the end actually got me, like, surprised me. I should have seen it coming, and I think now, like, I'm kind of silly for not seeing it coming, but I had such low expectations for the movie, I was not really engaged in it. But at the end, I was like, oh, no way! So it got me, and I was drawn in. So then when I saw the two new ones... I was, like, really into it. Cool. Uh, I have seen only the first movie of the original series as well. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I really enjoy these new two newest ones. I've also seen the Tim Burton remake movie, which I am less of a fan of. Brennan, did you ever watch that? No, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to because you said I shouldn't. Yeah, I told him to skip it. Don't watch it. But he really wants to see it. Okay, here's the funny part, and we're not going to say why it's funny. But I was talking to Brendan, and I was... People who know. People who know will know. Yeah, so I'm... If you're, if you're in the know, you know. So I was talking to Brendan, and he's like asking me why I didn't like it. And I do like some parts of the remake movie. Uh, like, I, I like the general guy, and I like the, you know, the heightened... Uh, racism issues that they deal with and slavery stuff. Anyway, I was like, don't watch it because the ending is just really dumb and it doesn't make any sense and you're it's just horrible. And so Brennan looks at me and he's like, what, did the police come in and arrest everybody or something? I was referring to I was referring to the Monty Python. And- of course, of course. It's <laughs> but I just started cracking up and I looked at him and I'm like, when you started that sentence I was like, "Have you? Has he seen the movie?" <laughs> so, we're not going to tell Brennan, you know, why his comment was funny, yeah, but, really but he's really confused. But yeah, it was, yeah. All right, so Ben, you are the expert person here with the Planet of the Apes. So, 
What do you got to say? I don't know if I'm the expert, but I am a super fan. So much so that I've read like books about the franchise and, you know, the making of the movies and, and all these things. So my one thing I have to say here is I unfortunately have such high expectations for this movie. I went back and rewatched the first two with my son. We had some days around this camp time where it was just him and me at home. And we watched uh, we, we watched both of those, and he really enjoyed them. He's going to camp tomorrow. That's why he's not staying up late tonight and going to this late show that we're going to. Otherwise, he'd be in the car with us right now. But, um, yeah, here's my problem. Because of how good those first two are, I'm looking at this third one and saying to myself, you know, if it is at that level, this could quite possibly be one of the best uh, trilogies, movie trilogies of all time. Yes. I mean, it, it honestly could. And, and when I get back in this van to head back home, one of the statements I'm going to make will be, is this, in my opinion, one of the best trilogies of all time, if not the, um, I mean, I'm not going to reserve, I'm not reserving judgment because I obviously haven't seen it, but I am, I just have high, high expectations and I love the franchise. I love those original movies for, I mean, I love them all for different reasons for the first one, because it is a classic and it, I like watching, I've seen it over and over again. Um, but this trilogy here, it, in some ways could, I mean, very easily surpass the originals. And it's one of those rare situations like that, where they do a remake that actually is better than the original. Uh, unless we find out somehow that this is part of that timeline. So you see all the other Planet of the Apes movies, even the Tim Burton one, which I explained today to Evan at lunch, um, how it actually fits into the timeline of the original movies and why that ending should not make sense, but actually kind of does. I don't think they intended it to make sense the way that I think it makes sense. But in my mind, there is... Not, it's not just headcanon. Like, it's stuff from the screen that when I look at it, I say, actually, this could be part of that timeline. Um, now, it's a fractured timeline with time travel and stuff like that. But anyway, I have very high expectations, and I'm ready. I hope it's good. Now, I don't know if we want to sit in the parking lot at all here now, but we're here. Yeah. We're at the theater. I'm just going to say I also have high expectations. The second one, I enjoyed it, but I like the first one better. Um, just because of the, some of the story beats, I think in the second one didn't work for me. But I have high expectations for this one. The the Caesar and Andy Circus just sell these movies to me every time. Doesn't even matter. So I I just love it. So I'm excited for this one. Um, I think it's going to be great. And Brennan, you're obviously super excited. Brennan usually would not join us for such a late outing, but he said since it's Planet of the Apes, he's here. Okay, so the trip home will be about as long as this, but I think we'll probably be talking more after this movie, especially if it hits our expectations or doesn't. So that's pretty much the only two options. I mean, it could possibly just be really mediocre and I don't know, but we're going to hit save on this and we are going to, um, yeah, we'll be back. And after we come back, we'll have seen the movie. All right, here we go. Okay, we're back. We've seen the movie, and we're going to talk about it a little bit spoiler-free right now here in the parking lot. Um, I'm just going to say right now that those horses, <laughs> yeah, those horses were carrying a lot 
of ape muscle. <laughs> so I just felt bad for those horses. And then I realized, oh, it's CGI. But still, man. Um, and then the other thing I'm going to say is there was a lot of dying in this movie. A lot of that. This is a heavy, heavy movie. Um, there's lighthearted moments, but it's heavy. So that's my initial response. Um, star rating? Yeah, let's do uh, how many <laughs> how many bow-backed horses <laughs> out of five do you give this movie? Uh, um, Brennan? Oh, me first? I get to go first? I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of five. Okay, four point five out of five. We're all yawning. It's very late. Uh, Evan, I'm gonna give it a two. Wow, are you serious? Two, two or two point five. Resting on a two. Uh, so that's like borderline hatred. I did not enjoy it. <laughs> that is very unfortunate. <laughs> wow. And here I'm I'm just bouncing between do I actually give this a five or not? Yeah. Uh because yeah, I I said going in, is this one of the best trilogies of all time? And I have to say, I think it is one of the best trilogies of all time. Evan is shaking his head as if to say, What are you a maniac? Are you a crazy man? Uh Brandon, are you thinking craziness? Uh, am I thinking you're crazy? Yeah. No, I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, I've got more to say about that, but it's Probably for the spoiler uh-huh. part, why I didn't give it a five, but yeah, I mean, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I don't think I can give it a five because it's not a perfect movie, and I've given fives before. I just can't remember what for, but I, I can't give it a five, so I, I would go four point five, just yeah, yeah. or four point seven five or something. Yeah. But it's it's not perfect, um, but it's close. I mean, this is it's it has this vibe of just it's it's huge it's big there's a journey um and i'm not gonna i don't want to say anymore because i was just about to say something that would be kind of spoilery but um yeah i mean this is a really well done trilogy three very different movies but that follow a set of characters that start off in the first movie and develop and grow over the three movies over a long period of time and yeah, I mean, original Star Wars trilogy, does it beat that out? No. Does it beat out the Matrix trilogy? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, I totally disagree. Yeah, but see, you, you're you shaking your head about the third movie here for the apes. I shake my head about the third Matrix movie. I I love the third Matrix movie. I think it's horrible. It's my favorite in the trilogy. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't even want it in my house. Like, it's only there because I bought it because complete selection or collection you know but yeah anyway it's it's up there so um we will need to talk about some spoilers but before we do anything else you want to add brennan uh nope i think everything's gonna spoil it if i say anything more so evan i think i'm yawning more from the movie than i am from the hour I I really want to know why you hated this so much. I really like that's where we're going to start after we play the spoiler organ. Evan is going to explain why he hated it so much. And then Brennan and I can talk about the truth. (laughs) I'm on the The good side this time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Play that spoiler organ, Evan. And I'm going to put it into drive. Spoilers. 
spoilers. Spoilers. Hi everyone. It's me. Okay. I <laughs> I just really did not enjoy. It. I mean, it had it had some nice moments in there, but there's there's a couple reasons. It's still it's still I haven't given thoughts to like fully fleshed out all the reasons why I didn't like it, but I was bored. Uh, halfway through this movie, man, it just drags and drags. And I feel like the title is uh, false advertising for sure. Uh, it's more like the opening, the war of the opening war of the Planet of the Apes for the first five minutes of the movie, and then it's then it turns into a prison camp movie. Um, and most of the warring is between other humans and not really with the apes, and it's more like a break out of a Nazi concentration camp movie, which is not what I wanted to see or was advertised at all in uh, in the ads for this movie. Oh, um, okay, well, Ben's... All that stuff you're talking about, that's what the ads showed. Not the ones I was watching. Um, I mean, it sure is a part of the... I don't know. I, it just was not what I was expecting. It did not meet my expectations. Ben, you were talking about how you thought it was big. I thought it was way too small. Um, I think it's the trilogy. I think he's saying the whole trilogy is big, though. Like the whole idea. Like uh, I, I was, this movie is big. I mean, this this movie sprawls. It is. It's an epic. This. <laughs> no, no. I, <laughs> Evan, I, I'm serious, man. Like this is. And, and maybe it's because, you know, I really appreciate movies like this. I mean, this is this is the good, the bad, and the ugly kind of thing where it is just we're going to walk the land and we are going to, you know, seek vengeance and we are going to learn and we are going to, um, I mean, the, there's so much Christian imagery in this movie. Some of it portrayed as a bad thing and some of it portrayed as a good thing, but it's there. There's so much Christian symbolism in this movie and... Like I can't believe you're saying you were bored. I can actually believe it. I mean, Arrival, but how Ben, you cannot argue that that was so boring of a movie. Not not this one, Arrival. I can't. I was in that movie, oh, and I you, I know. Oh. Um, but this is not Arrival. This is no. This is much more exciting than Arrival. If you got a choice between the two, definitely watch this, hands down. So. And maybe part of it is I care about the characters. I cared about all those characters. And the ones who were on the screen, I was caring about them. And I wanted to see what was going to happen. And, and they gave it some twists that I wasn't expecting. And they took it places I wasn't expecting. And, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, Evan. I, I, I'm really sorry that you went and saw a different movie than I saw. You saw a movie that was really bad, and you had to stay up and stay awake for it. And that might have been part of the problem, even, is maybe you were, you were tired. Because I was tired. I'll, don't get me wrong. I was wondering, okay, how long is this going to keep going? Because I'm, I'm feeling like I need to go to sleep, but I don't want to go to sleep. So I, I feel bad that you saw a completely different movie than the movie that I saw. Well, I don't know, man. I just, it did not do for me what I wanted it to do. What did you want it to do, though? What, what did you want it to do? I wanted to see a war between, <laughs> for the planet of the apes. Um but see, that's they didn't give you what you were expecting, but that's part of what I liked about it is that this did not erupt into a huge war between apes and people. This was all about people deciding we're gonna we're gonna survive, and the apes were just caught in the middle of it. 
the war for the planet of the apes was between humans. Who is going to be the ones to fight the apes? Who who is going to try and inherit the earth from the apes? And the end answer is none of them because they're so engulfed in in the power struggle that they're not they, they don't see the avalanche you know that's about to come and it's going to take them all out and the avalanche was literal but then also was metaphorical and and metaphysical with that uh um the, the way the virus mutated or whatever but i mean the, i was just the the theme of the whole from the beginning of this trilogy apes together strong and what is what does caesar do he goes off on his own alone that's what he he goes off to to get revenge alone and it is not going to be it's not good for him you know and so anyway i brandon let's hear more from you then yeah okay so i don't i don't think i'm actually gonna say anything new here because what you guys are saying is exactly what i was thinking i do agree with evan i was expecting more of a war movie like like world war for the planet of the apes apes versus humans full scale but i just had to retitle the movie in my head midway through prison break for the planet of the apes <laughs> that's just i mean wait, wait. you say that and then i was like yeah gosh, terrible thing. yeah but i mean after i after i realized that this is what we were going to see i, I enjoyed it and that's why I gave it the 4.5, because it wasn't what I expected, but it was still good. So, I mean, it, it was not a, a huge war movie with the strategies of war and the, that nice. the yeah, the full yeah, scale. We've never seen that before, ever. <laughs> we've never seen that before. But it was still good, and I, I did enjoy it. So, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give it back to you guys to share more of your thoughts, but totally agree. A lot of cars here. There's a lot of cars at my house right now. Oh, because one of them is yours, Brennan. Yes. Oh, okay. I was like, anyway, um, yeah, man, I was the guy behind me was snoring at the end of the movie, and I'm like, dude, I'm I'm, I'm with you, man. <laughs> like, uh, okay, let, keep talking. I'm gonna try to form. I'm gonna try to form more of my thoughts into solid pieces. Evan needs a sticker. <laughs> Evan, it's so funny to me though because you hate it so much. You can't articulate why you hate it other than. It's not the war that I wanted. They didn't make the movie I wanted. And they didn't make the movie that I was expecting either. I did not expect it to go where it went. Except for one thing. This was a trilogy about a character. I mean, this is Caesar's trilogy. And it's him from birth to death. Like, that is... You want to talk about your journey. I mean, that's, that's what this is. And it's all about him, you know, becoming this leader and learning how to lead and then being drawn away from leading into this revenge story where his, his wife and his son are dead. And maybe, maybe that's part of also what, what drew me in is, you know, he's got this family and I'm just like, oh my goodness, like, what would I, how would I be feeling right now? And then you find out that his arch enemy didn't lose his son to an actual ape, but loses his son's life to this mutated virus. And he acknowledges, you know, we created this, we created you, but I mean, this is a science fiction trilogy that's asking big ideas and that's looking at ideas on a human level about apes. And I'm sitting there watching this and thinking most of what we see on the screen is CGI characters, but I like them. I want to see what's going to happen with them. And I, 
and that is a big difference. Like if you are not drawn into the characters of any movie, you know, forget about it. Unless you just want to see big explosions, which, you know, we got Transformers for that. <laughs> we we got Transformers for big explosions and war stories and stuff like that. Um, we got Star Wars for big explosions and war stories and stuff like that. And we've got Pacific Rim and we've got Battleship, Battleship which I couldn't finish. <laughs> Evan loaned it to me. I literally, I'm watching it halfway through. I, I just had to turn it off and just say, okay, I'll, maybe I'll try and come back to it later. But you do an episode on that it was, but Battleship, honestly, it is the characters. I'm just not drawn into the characters. And that, yeah. So anyway, have you articulated why you hate this movie? Somewhat, somewhat, <laughs> a little bit more. I just can't believe it's such a rich, deep movie. You just can't. Like, like I said, some of the reasons are is it was very, very slow. It was falsely advertised, in my opinion. And you're right about the characters. The only character I really care about is Caesar, and maybe the orangutan. And I like, and that that's maybe another reason because I this you guys really like the second one. Um, I did not like the second one as much as the first one. I was not drawn into those characters. Like once again, it's just Caesar. He's the only one I really care about. I and Koba. I mean, I didn't really care about him, but he was an interesting character, you know. And but I really did not like the son character in the second one. Um, and so when he died, it's like I didn't care. Yeah, but see, our main character is Caesar. Right. His son dies. I mean, I have a 16 year old son. Like as of two days ago or three days ago, he is 16 years old. And and again, I'm just thinking, okay. Caesar walks in the room right after his wife and his not quite teenage son. I mean, he's older than that for in eight years anyway. Um, and they're just dead, you know, and now we didn't get a chance to spend much time with them. So anyone who's coming into the franchise new right here, um, I don't know if it would, maybe it would have had just the same amount of impact on them as it had on you, Evan. But, um, I, I didn't like his character, but yeah, I, I got the impact of, of, Seat for Caesar, and the well, yeah, listen, this yeah, and the stuff, the like it was right at the beginning, and just the way it all happened, it just really turned me off. It really turned me off. It really left a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, I was, I did connect with the Caesar and his youngest kid because that really reminded me of my because I have a baby, right? So that was that was getting me. And, all, and the baby, I mean the baby chimp or whatever, reminded me a lot of my six year old. Really, just the way he moved and the way he like. Oh. It, it, it reminds well, the me. ending really got me because I'm like, this kid's going to grow up now without his dad. And, mm-hmm. you know, that really, I did not like that at all either. I mean, it's, yeah, whatever. But you're not supposed to like it. Right. You're not supposed to like the fact that his son is going to grow up without a dad. You're not, you're not supposed to like the fact that he died. You're supposed to be watching this movie and saying, what, what is this saying? You know, and, and it's saying it's Evan is life. sad. It's saying. life. I mean, it, this is... And it's not good life. This you're not rooting for him to die, you know. But at the same time, that's the way life goes. And they, how many movies do we get where they take us from birth to death? I mean, this I was gonna. This is what I stopped myself from saying. This is Moses. That's exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. It's so, so true. Thinking he even that. gets to the promised land. He gets to see it. Yeah. It does not get to go in. Yeah. He doesn't even go in. He yeah. stops at the rocks it's and so sits true. down and they have that sit down moment of him and Maurice that they, I mean, that's their thing. They sit down together. They sit down side by side with him a little bit taller, a little bit higher up. And 
And the sit down conversation this time is no, don't die. You know, I will say the ending, the ending was the perfect ending for the trilogy. If only the movie it was attached to was much better. <laughs> now, here's what I'm reminded of, though. And, and this might be part of why I like this so much. I don't know, Brennan, if, if you're going to appreciate this. I don't know much about your tastes and stuff. But um, from the music to the cinematography, all this stuff, this was a 70s Western. Yeah, I saw that, yes. <laughs> it's true. I kept seeing 70s. 70s. I mean, the music cues, the um, it's the way that they shot the movie. I was reminded of, like I said before, like Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. And these spaghetti westerns um the the nero movie i mean I, this these western movies that i really enjoy watching and so here i am and i'm watching the sci-fi movie that's taking those tropes and using them and yeah that's probably another reason why i didn't like it cuz i i for me for me personally i didn't enjoy the cinematography uh i didn't enjoy like i at, when they showed the director's name at the end i looked him up to make sure he wasn't doing anything else that i like in the future and he's doing batman uh-huh. so yeah, yeah, he's totally, he's doing, he's rewriting the script right now. He's <sighs> right now. <laughs> but, you know, he's he's planning to take the Batman in, in the detective route. That's what he wants to do. He wants to do a world's greatest detective, which we haven't seen on film. Yeah, I, and I'd be interested to see that. I just, man, so much of this movie did not, it just did not, it rubbed me the wrong way. It rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't like it. I love that it lingered on things. I love that it lingered on faces and just stayed with the face for, you know, just let the face. For so long. Yeah, it was so boring to watch the emotions expressed and, and develop on screen. But I'm just, I just. We took like a 10 minute break in the middle for a speech and exposition by Woody. Like, uh, I just. You are Woody. The, the, pa- <laughs> the pacing, the pacing in this movie, I just, I. Hated the pacing. I'll say Colonel that. Colonel Woody, that is you right now. Like, that is, you are Colonel Woody. You're like, I hate these apes. Dude, like, get rid of these apes. I'm trying, I'm really get trying. Screen apes. I'm trying not to exaggerate, but I hated the pacing. It just really <laughs> ruined the movie for me. I, I just, I feel bad for you. I really feel bad for oh. you that you couldn't see the same movie I saw. I feel so bad for you. It's the same with Arrival. I felt so bad for you that you couldn't see the movie that I saw. Dude, don't even get me started on Arrival. But, look, like, so you're talking beforehand, like, this might be one of the greatest film trilogies in the world. No. No. And I say, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm thinking, like, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. What? Brandon said it's in line with Lord of the Rings. Elaborate. I don't need to elaborate on it. I mean, I'm just saying. I... I would watch them both equally. Evan, you need a Snickers bar. <laughs> I don't think I'm watching this movie again. I don't think I'm going to rewatch it. And I can't wait to rewatch it. Like, I can't wait to bring my son to this movie. Like, I'm so glad I couldn't bring him tonight because it means I'm going to take him again. Did it ruin the other ones for you, Evan? Did it ruin the other ones for me? No, I really, really, really like the first one. So no retro hate? No. Um, no retro hate. I really like the first one. And the second one is okay. Uh, it's like it's like a slow descent into boredom. Um, after the first, the first one, the whole thing, I really enjoy the first one a lot, and I and I really enjoy the or the one from the sixties, the original one. I really enjoy that. I lo- love all the themes. I I would love to do an you know an intellectual thriller like that one instead of this, whatever this was. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm loving this. And yet I'm sad a little bit inside too. But uh yeah. I was no, expecting to love this movie. Yeah, but I did not like it at all. First of all, it's maybe the lateness, maybe not. I don't know. And then just the fact it wasn't the movie you were you were expecting to see. But after you watch Battle for the Planet of the Apes, maybe you'll change your mind. <laughs> yes. They gave you what you were looking for there. It's but I may like the Tim Burton version better than this movie. And that's saying something. That's saying something. Eh, I don't think it's saying something, but For me it is. Yeah, well for I for really me, don't like Tim Burton movies. For me it's just kinda saying, Yeah, okay, I thought I knew Evan, but okay. Uh yeah. So uh what was I gonna say? I mean they, they reference a lot of other apes stuff here with Nova and with um the Forbidden Zone. Yeah, well in the, the the way they have the X crucifixions and um and they also uh, there's some music cues that they reference the old movies in. Um yeah. the the virus that steals their speech, great way to explain the speechless humans. It's been used. Oh has it? Like, yeah, that's not original here. Okay. Now that virus also killed all the cats and dogs, not in this movie, but in the original. Well, one of the things this movie had going for it turns out they just ripped it off of something else that they've already done. You you say it's a rip off, and yet I mean it is the franchise, right? I, I'm saying so I, you, you, they stole it. They couldn't come. Yeah, whatever. I don't. They couldn't come up with anything new. He says, and yet if if you oh man, Evan, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, oh, they, this, this, and this, but yeah, this is this is completely new. I mean, they go in a completely new direction, and again, unfortunate. Um, oh, what else was there? I'm also very, very tired. But yeah, Brandon, you have anything else to say? I just hope it's not the last one. I want to see another one. I would too. I don't know where they would go. You know, other than maybe they could jump into the future. Evan wants to see a remake of the original. I would love to see that. That'd be awesome. I'd love to see a straight up remake um, of the original. I'd, lo- I'd like to see what they do with it. You know, I'd, I mean, they'd have to change it up a little bit to make it interesting. I think because I, I mean, they have in the first movie the the name of the lost spaceship is the same from the original, and so I mean, they could easily have Taylor and his crew um, in this timeline. You know, crash land a hundred years or hundred fifty years in the future. That would be awesome. Um, as far as like ranking against trilogies, I'm not going to put it up past the original Star Wars trilogy. Uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, I might watch this before I watch Lord of the Rings trilogy, but that's just because it's so long. The Lord of the Rings trilogy, you're 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 getting into a 12 hour, you know, trilogy. With this one, it only feels like 12 hours. <laughs> See, now you're just trying to hate. No, no, no. You, now you are actively insulting. Dude, I, you are. You, one of the things I said was the pacing. What did I not say? The you pacing. you did. This the whole time. You did. But now you're actually like going out of your way to say insulting things. And Evan, yeah, get a Snickers, as Brandon has said. <laughs> I think that's probably the most apt thing here. Um, <laughs> but it, it's definitely over the Hobbit trilogy, and it's definitely over the the prequel trilogy for me. Um, I'm trying to think of other trilogies now. The original Spider Man trilogy, I would put this above that um unfortunately a lot of trilogies ended up becoming a trilogy and then adding another movie so it's not a trilogy anymore but 
the Santa Claus trilogy. Yeah, it beats that one. <laughs> the Santa Claus trilogy. Just yeah, yeah. Speaking. Mm, yeah, I put this over that. I put this over that. That's not saying I'm not saying I hate these. I'm just saying this is really, really good trilogy. I I think if you look at how the trilogy's themes develop, the characters develop. We have Rocket, we have Maurice, we have uh, uh, Caesar from the first movie, and they're all together on this on the screen again, and they're doing this thing together. And yeah, I I just it's too bad. I'm sorry, Evan, but. Yeah, you you uh, you saw a movie you didn't like, and that's not what that's wasn't my experience tonight. I'm glad it wasn't my experience tonight. So, um, yeah, I'll say the things I liked about it. Let me tell you the things I liked about it. I liked Caesar talking the whole movie. That was great. I've been waiting for that for a while. And then uh, I liked the new comedy relief character. I thought he was the best comedy relief we've had in the series. He's very funny. You gave it a two. <laughs> That's really funny. I mean, maybe it's funny because it's late. So, uh, all right. Well, um, any final words here about War for the Planet of the Apes? Final words being something new. Oh no! I was just gonna say. I just hope there's another one. <laughs> and. Yeah, if, I mean, if someone sits you down and forces you to either watch this or Arrival, pick this. And I will again say, I mean, the themes of of uh, redemption, themes of of forgiveness, uh, themes of of sacrifice. Um, I mean, it's it's all there. That 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 one scene with the little girl where she's bringing him water and bringing him food, and he's. You know, just looking at her and, and having to process through, like he does, he still hate humans or not? You know, and and she's helping him, and I mean, and then she's wearing this jacket where her the hood is over her head, and the way it's framed, it makes her look like Maurice a little bit. And we had those same exact uh, framing of Maurice as he was sitting with the girl when she was hiding in her bed, and you have that direct you know, camera just right directly at the face. Eyes are right on the lens from the, the character who's in the, in the, the frame. And, uh, you have the same thing when she's caring for Caesar then. And it's, yeah, I mean, we saw different movies. (laughs) I will agree with Ben on the themes. The themes were great. Uh, just the package they came in. I just did not enjoy. Yeah, we get that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's been said and, and man I and and it's been said that I feel bad but yeah well maybe our next movie I don't know what it is but I do know one thing as much as you hated this I am about to step into for you Evan some movies that I hate okay great. a lot it's Christmas in July yes and I I, I don't think the episode is going to be released in July but Evan has a trilogy of sorts that I have to watch. Um, it's not an actual trilogy. So, Evan, tell me, what are the three Christmas movies that I'm going to be watching here in July? Okay, so for the Christmas movies Ben has to watch... These are movies I hate. That he hates, but I love. They are 
The Grinch That Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. Live action. Live action. I hate that movie so much. Hate, hate, hate it so much. Okay. Holiday Hubewati. I love that movie. And then we have uh, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. I, I don't hate that movie. I just don't like it very much. And I want to like it. So I, w- I want to watch it. I, that one I actually want to revisit. Of all these that we're talking about, I want to revisit that one the most because I just feel like maybe maybe I will like it. I don't know. I hope you will. I th- the special effects for me are now a little bit dated, but I mean, hopefully that doesn't. But anyway, the last one, the final one. It's my favorite Christmas movie of all time. It's on my top 10 movies of all time list. It's The Polar Express. <laughs> that movie so much i hate it so much my kids watched it they don't like it and and that's they watched it out of context they watched it with my in-laws not knowing i didn't like it and so when they saw it i said so what'd you think of it they didn't like it Mm. because chris van alsberg man yeah yeah i mean he's there's he's a great artist he's one of the most creative children's illustrators ever yeah. So I hate that movie so much, but I'm going to watch it. I'm watching it for you, Evan. With an open mind. I'm going to try. <laughs> I don't know if I can for Polar Express. As I stare into the deep, dead eyes of this movie, <laughs> will I be able to see anything other than deep, dead eyes? <laughs> I still don't know what you're talking about. Um, okay. So we have a sponsor for the episode before we go. That would be Dog Wings. Uh, and you can find them at dogwings.us. They are a graphic design, uh, cartooning company. If you would like to, if you have any needs in that area, check it out. Uh, they designed our podcast cover art on there. So if you like that, if you like that style, go check out their website. They do a lot more than that. Um, yeah. And for all the other stuff we're talking about, I mean, you can go to strangersandaliens.com. You can go to facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. You can contact us through those two things, and we, we will get back to you. We, we do have some feedback that we're going to be talking about very, very soon. Um, and also, the episode may not be released in July, but I will be posting Christmas in July updates as I take a look at these movies. Yep. And we'll see if this time I can actually make it through the movie, unlike Battleship, which I just I just couldn't. I just couldn't. You really should finish that. He didn't even get, you only got like halfway through. You didn't even get to the part where they actually play Battleship on screen. I, well, maybe not, but I, there was an element where I'm like, oh my goodness, that's the pegs. Yeah, no. Piercing the ships. It gets even more, even more. I didn't even notice that. You're right. It is the pegs. I love this movie even more now. I thought that's what you were talking about. No. I did find that creative. I found that funny. No, there's literally a part in the movie, spoiler alert, where they're like, before. Hit because <laughs> they sank their battleship. Like I'm just oh, but they didn't say it. And, and they bring up the grid and everything. And I when that movie when that part happened, the slow horrible realization came over me that this entire movie is a setup so they can actually play battleship on screen. And in that moment, I fell in love with this movie. <laughs> yeah, so great. I put that movie and saying, okay, we had just seen last night. Uh, Transformers the last night and I'm thinking okay maybe I'll watch this and and, and see a good Transformers movie maybe this is what it, mm, it was the characters that was all characters I still think you should finish it anyway is this all we have to say anything else I have one more thing to say okay Ben I wonder what it could be what is it I just want to say everyone out there thank you for listening please <laughs> 
Please forgive Evan. <laughs> and Godspeed. Thanks for listening to the Strangers and Aliens summer movie series. You can email us at podcast.strangersandaliens.com or leave us a voicemail at 1-804-37-ALIEN. That's 1-804-372-5436. We'd love to hear from you. You can also go to our website, strangersandaliens.com, leave a comment on the blog, or check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. We're also on Twitter, Strange and Alien. Check us out. 